Dude, Kay, this is awesome, man. Excited to be here. This is a dream come true. <laughs> um, dude, no, you're super impressive. I've been following your story for a while. I mean, at age 25, you've grown such a following and you've probably impacted tons of people just through your content and uh, as well as started an Amazon business and and uh, truly an inspiration at such a young age. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. Yeah, dude. So your mission right now, what is the mission? What are you trying to go for in life? My my like long-term goal in life is to inspire, influence, and help as many people as possible to be the best versions of themselves with priority to my family and friends. That's like kind of just my, my slogan of what I want to accomplish in my life. Yeah, now that's cool. I feel like a lot of times like throughout life, um, or at least for me, is you get lost in everything, just through all the distractions, social media, everything. How did you find like a clear vision of like, dude, this is what I'm going for and uh, not letting anything stop you from doing it? I, I think uh, just at a younger age, I just was trying so many things and failing in certain aspects, succeeding in others, and just kind of slowly, little by little, finding my purpose and just feeling like the satisfaction of helping other people um, to better themselves. And that just kind of like led me to my ultimate goal in life, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. So now you're 25. Now you're trying to inspire. What is like the next like the five years look like? It's, I know you're doing tons of challenges right now. Are you going to transition to anything else? Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, it seems like every time I have like a vision or a, like a, a goal of where I want to be, it seems like it always changes. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always open to new ideas. Um, obviously, just like financially financial freedom in five years would be the ultimate dream and being able to be self-sufficient to where I can focus just on helping other people mm -hmm. uh, would probably be like my my dream in five years that's cool i'm inspired that you've gone up to like 180,000 followers on instagram and it's like that's one of my big goals is just to build a huge influence yeah what how do you do it like how do you stay consistent with it for the last three years even yeah. like you getting banned on tiktok and getting <laughs> um how do you actually accomplish that goal a lot of people set goals but never really hit them yeah dude i, I love that question and i love the way you phrased it because a lot of people have come to me and they're like kate how did you like have this immediate success like this instant success in your growth on social media and it makes me laugh because they have no idea how <laughs> much work I've put in over the last three four years of posting every single day and just trial and erring learning what works what doesn't what your niche is and just figuring out like how content works mm -hmm. and so just just staying consistent with it and being um, disciplined to do it even when you don't want to do it a lot of people think how do I have the motivation to do it? But I think motivation is crap. It's temporal. It comes <laughs> yeah. and goes. And if you rely on motivation, you'll never achieve anything. So having the discipline to do it, even when you don't want to do it, is I think what led me to the success that I've had with growth on social media. Cool. If I were to say like my goal is to get 180,000 followers in the next year, what would be like the three things that I need to do consistently to hit it? Um, or more. I would think first is be, be like, obsessed and like always have it on your mind always thinking of new ideas new things to do second is be disciplined consistent um post post um and that's i'd say the third thing is don't allow outside um like opinions and the world to influence 
what it is that you want to achieve. Because mm-hmm. as you start to grow, you'll start getting people who tell you what they think you should do. And you'll start getting hate. Anybody who's grown will get hate. And it's just part of it. And you just can't worry about that and focus on what it is that you want to do. So I'd say those three things. Cool. Yeah, I'd like to hit on just like the fear side of everything. Like when I started out in my entrepreneurial journey, I got a not a lot of hate, but just like doubters. Yeah. And uh, mainly because I feel like it's just people's insecurities put onto you. Mm-hmm. How do you get through the fear of doing the uncomfortable challenges, putting yourself out there? I feel like a lot of people don't ever reach up to their potential just because of fear. Yeah, I mean, part of my entire content is solely based around like conquering your fear. Yeah. And I'm just a big believer that fear is truly the one thing that's going to hold anybody back from achieving their potential. And there is no like antidote or, or solution to overcoming fear. Like I wish I could say like, Hey, you do this all of a sudden your fear is gone. The only way to overcome fear is by facing it head on. So whatever it is you fear, that's what you need to do. I always, I always tell people the best time to do something is when you least want to do it. And little by little, you start overcoming your fear. So it's like you doing door-to-door sales. I guarantee the first door that you knocked on, you were just like kind of terrified, right? Like that's just how life is. Like we all have our fears. And then the next door you knock on, it's a little bit easier. And the next door, and then by now, it's like second nature. So just the more and more you do stuff that scares you, the less fear controls your life. Yeah. And then the little thought that you get right before you're going to do the action, I feel like it's like the... Like the pinpoint of you deciding whether you're going to do it or not. Yeah. What do you say to yourself in those the little moments? Uh, that's, I love that question. Because, um, yeah, in a lot of my challenges, a lot of the things I do, I'm like just like freaking out. Like, holy cow, I don't know if I can do this. Like I've done so many things in my life, but this one is scary. Um, I always tell myself that the brain uh, makes out being uncomfortable. Let's see, what's the, what's the quote? Um, being uncomfortable is never as bad, nor does it last as long as your brain makes it out to be. And so whenever I'm about to do something that's uncomfortable, my brain's telling me like, it's a defense mechanism. It's like, Hey, don't do this. This is uncomfortable. Like it's like a survival instinct. But then once you do it, you're like, okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, you know, like doing an ice bath, for example, before you get into an ice bath, that is the worst feeling. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have any experience getting in an ice bath? Yeah, 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 for sure. Like right before you get in, that is literally the worst thing because your brain is like, you're going to die, <laughs> you know? And But then once you get in and you like get accustomed to it, you're like, okay, this isn't that bad. So I just always have to tell myself like, it's not going to be as bad. Just just do it. Cool. I experience that a ton. Like even with these podcasts, yeah. I get super nervous before them. Yeah. And uh, just like trial and error and just like, dude, I just got to do it. Like, even if it goes terrible, I just want to see what happens. I love it, dude. Um, no, that's awesome. I guess uh, next question for you. With all the challenges you've done, what's the coolest experience you've gotten from it? Ah, uh, Wow, that's that's a tough question. Um, I would say the coolest experience is just how much I've grown. Uh, I, like, I had no idea where this journey was going to take me. Um, when I first started, I knew that I needed to change certain things in my life. And I had no idea how much I was truly going to grow physically, spiritually, mentally, and just every aspect. It's just been the biggest blessing in my life. And I'm just so, so grateful for it. What inspired you to do this? So I think it was like two years ago, 
I was just in a stage of my life when I just felt like I was living beneath my potential. Yeah. Um, I'd just gone through a breakup. I was just going through some stuff in my life. And I was like, dude, I got to change um, some things. And I felt like I was just living a little too comfortable. And I went to a seminar by the Iron Cowboy. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just spoke about intentionally making yourself uncomfortable. And I was like, why would I intentionally make myself uncomfortable? Like, that doesn't make sense. And then as he broke it down of just how hard life is and how we all go through trials and intentionally making yourself uncomfortable just kind of prepares you for that. Um, just kind of like how athletes train every day to prepare for game day. Mm-hmm. Um, he just spoke about intentionally making yourself uncomfortable and how that increases discipline and just helps you in every aspect of your life. And after that, I was like, all right, I'm starting tomorrow. I'm, I'm getting uncomfortable. And that's what, that's what started my journey. What was the first challenge? Uh, the first challenge, <laughs> I'll never forget it. I, I went to the gym wearing like snow boots, pajamas, like this like that one. pink uh, cut off and like duct tape wrists and like a light up hat, just a super goofy outfit just yeah. to stand out and look weird at the gym. And I remember driving to the gym, like my heart rate was like, I didn't even need to go to the gym. My heart was already <laughs> racing. And I was just like shaking like, holy cow. And then I got there and like halfway through my workout, I was like, man, no one is even like, no one cares. Like people look at me, but everyone's minding their own business. And I was like, this is freaking sweet. I'm like, this yeah. is exactly what I need to be doing right now. That's really but, cool. I feel like you've grown ton, a ton just mentally wise. For sure. Just going through all the uncomfortable things. 100%. And pushing yourself past the barrier of fear. Yeah. Um, touch on the mentality side of it. Like why should people actually do this? And join you on the challenge of doing uncomfortable things. Yeah. Um, something that David Goggins teaches is what's called callousing your mind. Mm-hmm. When you do hard things, um, you start learning how much more you're capable of doing. So, for example, uh, two years ago, one of my challenges, probably one of my hardest challenges to this day, I did a thousand pull-ups. It took me eight hours and it was like... It was horrible, as you can imagine how hard that'd be. And now anytime I do another challenge or something uncomfortable, my mind is callous. And I think back like, okay, I've done this in my life. I've done this. Mm-hmm. I can do this. And so once you start like doing hard things, the next time you're presented with a hard situation, you're like, okay, I've done through worse. I can do this. Yeah. And then something else that he teaches is what's called the 40% rule. Have you ever heard of that? Like where you, you like at 40%, you think you're done, mm-hmm. but you have... 60% left. Yeah, exactly. So just whatever you're doing, once your brain is like, all right, you've had enough. Um, he calls it the governor, like mm-hmm. how a governor can turn off a car when mm-hmm. it goes too fast. He says, your brain is your governor. Once you've had enough, your brain's like, all right, that's it. You should be done. And he said, you're actually capable of doing 60% more, like you said, and you're capable of turning your governor off and, and continue going. So it's just, I think the reason why people should do it, um, potentially seek discomfort and do hard things is they'll see how much more they're capable of doing and how much potential they're missing out on by not doing it. Yeah. Do you think it's okay to stay comfortable though? Um, in what sense? Like, so like, for example, my dad and mom, they're, they're both nurses, super grateful for them. They've done everything for me. Yeah. But a lot of times I feel like they stay comfortable. It's like, you know, I'm I'm making this amount of money. I'm fine. Like, but they're not really growing in any sense towards a goal something. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, is everyone meant to like absolutely grow? Is that the purpose of life or is it, is it okay just to be comfortable? 
Um, I think it ultimately depends on what you're trying to achieve in life. I mean, yeah. if you're just trying to, if you're just content, just being who you are and growth isn't, um, that important, then, then sure. Yeah. But I don't think that there's ever going to be any growth inside the comfort zone because there's no comfort inside the growth zone. Yeah. Um, and I think like you can get to a certain stage in life where you've done so many things and, you know, you want to retire and just like settle down like that. That's one thing. But, um, you know, if you're our age and you're trying to figure out who you're becoming and you have these like dreams of success, there's no successful person that has done it inside the comfort zone. Yeah. Nothing great in this life has ever or will ever be achieved inside the comfort zone. And so if if growth and achievement success is your goal, then you can't stay comfortable, in my opinion. Oh, very cool. Um, no, I've seen that a ton in my life. Everything, I don't know. I, I Like growing up, I was a pretty shy kid. Yeah. The kid who was always in the back of the class, like didn't really want to talk. If I got called on, I was turning red. And uh, now in my life, when I turn red, I know that I'm getting uncomfortable and I'm growing. And so <laughs> I'm excited for it. Dude, that's so cool. Like just, just you saying that makes me so happy because like, I mean, like we just met not too long ago, yeah. but I can already tell how much you've grown. And even if it was not by like direct, direct choice, you've gotten out of your comfort zone and I've grown so much since yeah. that time in your life. So that's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you, dude. My next question for you. I feel like a lot of people are held down by their past, their past experiences, their past beliefs, and they never really get over it and they don't change as a person. I guess like in your life, how did you overcome your past beliefs about yourself or limiting beliefs and become the person you are today? That's a good question. Um, I think just, just like understanding and seeing like what, like imagining what I can be um, I can think back to that time in my life of when I just felt like I was in a rut and I wasn't growing and I don't know if there was something that was like, I had to get over like my past is more so just focusing on like the future and en envisioning what I can be, um, is what helped me just to just do it and just maybe seeing other people that were doing it, you know, just like all these gurus or entrepreneurs, successful people that I follow, just seeing what they were doing and just being like, okay, if they can do it, like I can do it. Like, yes, I've, yeah. I'm in this stage of life, but no one is going to help me get to that next stage, but me. And so just taking that accountability and visioning the long-term goal and just doing it. I don't know if that answered the question. No, no, that's good. Cause I just have a lot of friends back at home where they're still living the same life yeah. and and kind of just held down by their beliefs and what's happened to them in the past. Yeah. And uh, still trying to figure out how to like give them the vision yeah. of uh, there's more out there. Yeah. You don't have to settle what people think about you or what people say about you. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Something else I would add to that is I, I get a lot of messages from people who are going through X, Y, Z and say, how do I like get over this? And at the end of the day, you, me, every single person we all go through stuff in life like there's not a single person yeah. who isn't going through problems we all experience discomfort um most of the time we don't choose it and so that's just kind of like my whole 
my whole premise behind what I do is we all go through so much stuff in life. So if we can like mentally prepare ourselves and be comfortable with being uncomfortable and intentionally seek it, when the problems come, it's a lot easier to handle it. And whenever people reach out and say, Hey, how do I, how do I improve this part of my life? I would just say like, start small, like do something so small that will make you uncomfortable today. Whether it's like saying hi, like just a random person or like, doing 10 push-ups, whatever it is, just like doing something small because then you start realizing like, okay, I can do more. Cool. That's good. That's very good. What's the biggest problem in your life right now that you're facing? Um, something that I, I feel like I, uh, I struggle with is, is I have these high goals and dreams. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like when I, I, like it's good to have that vision, but I also need to be content with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I'll kind of get down on myself for not being who who I want to be, but uh, I'm just trying to focus on being content with the journey. Um, I just listened to a podcast the other day and it talked about um, how a lot of times we think that the end goal is what's going to bring us the joy, but in reality it's the journey. Mm-hmm. So. Like if you have the New Year's resolution to lose 20 pounds, uh, he's the the podcast is saying, okay, once you lose the 20 pounds, there is no like happiness of that end goal. And in reality, like the whole enjoyment is the journey because once you get there, you still have to continue dieting mm-hmm. and exercising and everything. So it's like there's no actual reward. And so a lot of the times the, the enjoyment is in the journey and not the end goal. So just trying to, reassure myself of that that i'm i'm good where i'm at right now yeah i'm i'm content but not satisfied yeah no i i uh i uh i feel that a ton yeah like i same as you i have huge goals that i want to hit and i feel like i'm just so far away from it yeah and a lot of people tell me dude you're doing really good you should be happy you should be happy and uh i think one of the big things i struggle with is like i don't feel like i'm enough and so i uh kind of gives me less confidence a little bit and as you're saying like i don't appreciate the process and how far i've come yeah and uh so yeah i'm trying to get over that too as well yeah so what's what's your uh what's your long-term goal dude my long-term goal i love i i just love inspiring people um i also just it feels good to give and so my long-term goal is to i just want to keep doing this um my goal is to become the biggest podcast here in the next 10, 15 years. Cool. Um, interview Patrick David on this one day. Um, and then just buy real estate and buy businesses and try to fund the dream life that I want. I love it, man. You know, I want a castle out in England. It'd be cool. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, where's the dream life that you, where's the dream life that you want to live it? Or where do you want to be? Um, where I want to be, I'm not, totally sure um dream life is definitely uh living living with my wife and and kids you're married i'm not oh okay okay i don't know why i phrased it the way i just (laughs) did but but i'm just envisioning myself living my my wife and with my kids um and just helping helping people cool that's awesome when do you plan on getting married Dude, as soon as possible. <laughs> just gotta, just gotta find her. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, no, that's awesome. I guess my next question for you: 
Um, enjoying the process. How, how do you find it to where I don't feel present a lot of the times? Yeah. Like I feel like I'm here. I'm trying to feel present. Yeah. Um, but I struggle with it a ton. Yeah. How do you enjoy the process and actually be grateful for it? What, what actions do you do? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what stage in my life I, I came to this realization, but anytime I go through like old photos or videos or like I'm with old friends and we talk about like the good times and just like, it's like, dang, look, those were really amazing times. But then when I think back to that time in my life, I was like focused on the future. And it's yeah. like, we are right now in the good days. Mm-hmm. Like one day we'll look back to this and be like, dude, remember when we just were not that great and <laughs> had these ambitions? Like those are good days. Like we are in the good days right now. And a lot of times like people are so focused on what they don't have and so focused on um, like where they're at mm-hmm. that they forget to realize like we are so blessed like it doesn't matter who you are you are blessed to be alive on this earth um like right now we're in winter in mm-hmm. utah and a lot of people are like oh i'm so excited for summer and i'm so excited for this warmth it's like you can have so much joy right now <laughs> and like like you don't need to worry about that like that time will come just focus on now like we are blessed to be in this moment and one day you'll look back and be like, those were good days. So take advantage of it. Cool. I like that a ton. I tried to have you, you're a good friend of Blake. Yeah. Have you, uh, his book, it's called, I, forgot, I think it's, I forget what his book, book's called, but have you bought his book as far as just the journaling? and? Um, he just gave it to me not too long ago and I haven't quite dove into it. Um, I'm excited that I just finished my 30 day challenge. Cool. Um, and now have a little bit more time to do some other things that it consumes a lot of my time. Yeah. And I'm still going to obviously do uncomfortable things, but just yeah. like the actual everyday stuff. Um, so I, I haven't dove into okay. it yet, but I'm really excited. I'm proud of him because I know it's, I already know it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I just love it just as far as just, it gives you a chance to journal and see where you're at in yeah. life and just be grateful for the things that you have. Um, that's cool. And then I, I'm interested. I have no clue on what your Amazon business is. What What does that look like right now for you? Yeah. So I'll uh, just give you like a quick rundown of my journey. Yeah. Um, I served a mission for my church um, in 2018 for two years in Peru. Got home in 2020, started going to school and started just like every side hustle possible. I just, I knew I wanted to do something with, with entrepreneurship and wanted to do my own thing and started like so many different things failed a bunch of different things came across amazon my brother was doing selling on amazon started doing that um lost a lot of money at the start made some money here and there and then i graduated um in 2022 um and was like you know what i'm doing this oh sorry my my timeline's off i was like okay that doesn't make sense so i i served my mission from 16 to 18 and then I graduated in 2021. Um, so I was in college for three years. Yeah. And after that, I was like, okay. By that time, I like made a little bit of money enough to be like, there's a career in this. And so I just went all in. Um, essentially what I do, design, manufacture products overseas. So I have a couple different brands. And then I have them sent here. And then I resell them on Amazon's platform. Cool. And I've been doing that full time since. So for the last three years. Um, 
obviously I have a bunch of other little side hustles and, and things that I do, but that has definitely been like my, my core bread and butter cool. for the last three years. That's awesome. What's the biggest thing you learned from doing that the last three years? Um, that f- failure is inevitable if you want to be successful. It's just yeah. part of it. Um, there's no, there's not a single like successful person that hasn't lost money, but there's a lot of poor people who have never lost a dime. Yeah. And so you have to be willing to, to go through the failures and not let it bring you down and just take it as, as a learning experience and just pick, pick back up and keep going. Cool. I'd like to touch on your mission. Um, how important has faith and faith in God and faith in yourself been through your journey of entrepreneurship? It's been everything for me. I just, I, I just feel so much peace, um, just kind of in like my purpose and plan and knowing that there is someone who is always there to help me. Just like I said, everybody goes through stuff Yeah. and I've just been through a lot and a lot of times when I felt alone and felt like I couldn't do something and just using Christ as my source of strength and, and my companion to get me through the tough times and to be there with me during the good times too. You know, he's, yeah. he's there with me through it all. And it's just been such a blessing in my life and just has brought me so much peace and joy. Everything that I have accomplished and everything that I've been given is, is because of him. That's cool. I feel like a lot of times I get lost like in the world, as far as I just get busy with all the day-to-day stuff with phone calls and different stuff, how do you connect deeply with God? Um, yeah. How do you connect deeply with them? Uh, I love that question. Um, I think just setting, setting aside time, um, each day for him and involving him in every aspect of your life. I can't remember what scripture it talks about, but just whether it's business, family, school, work, like exercise, whatever it is, like he wants to be part of every aspect of your life. And so I think like just during throughout like my day to day, I'm just constantly like speaking with him. Yeah. And like asking like, hey, like I've got this choice and just kind of talking it over and just, um, I don't know, just involving him in my life. Something that I've learned about myself is like you just said, um, I'm guilty of like constant stimulation, constant work, play, like just always being on the move. Mm-hmm. And one of my challenges that I did is I sat in a chair for an hour and I just looked at a, a dot. And that one like was was so hard for me. And I got so much hate on it because they're like, what's so hard about doing nothing? But doing nothing for me is so hard. And I imagine it would probably be hard for you too. And I just sat there after five minutes. I was like, I need to be doing something like I, I can't do this. And I realized how much I just rely on stimulation. But the rest of that challenge was so amazing because I realized like if I want to have like creativity and allow God to speak to me and to like continue doing the things that I want to do, I can't just bombard my life at every moment with music, podcasts, like play, work with everything. Like sometimes you just need a second to allow God to speak to you. So mm-hmm. that was something that I learned during my challenges, it's like, I just need to sometimes take a second to just let God speak to me and let my mind roll. Cool. That's awesome. I've, I've been, uh, the last two years, like just doing door to door sales has, I feel like there's always someone with me cause there's just always something going bad. Yeah. And, uh, it just has absolutely changed my life getting closer with them. And the more I do uncomfortable things, I feel like he's with me more. And 
the more I try to grow and become the person I want to become, I don't know. I feel like there just has to be something. Yeah. So no, that's very cool. Yeah. Um, and then as far as with your challenges, what is the most uncomfortable thing that you've done? I'd, I'd probably say the, the thousand pull up or the 300,000 jump rope. Yeah. Those, those challenges were, were eight hours long, both of them. And there was just so many times when I just fell and was like, I can't get back up on the bar. Like at, mm-hmm. at like 500, my hands were, were bleeding and like every pull up was just excruciating. And I was just like, I, I don't know if I can do this. Um, but Iron Cowboy always talks about like taking one more step, doing one more rep. It's like, you don't even think about like the long journey ahead of you. Just think about the next one. Mm-hmm. And so I just got back up on the bar, did another set, fell. And I was like, all right, you just got to get back up on the bar one more time. Just focus on little by little. Um, do you think you'll go for David Goggins record? <laughs> um, I've like thought about it, but I think like with what I want to achieve in my life, I I don't want to dedicate all my time just to that. I mean, it, obviously it'd be cool yeah, and it would be insane. And I definitely like to think that I could if I put my mind to it. Yeah. But there's so many other things that I want to do um, where I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if, that will happen maybe i don't know okay what's the next thing you want to do um so i I just finished my challenge yesterday yeah and now like i'm taking this week to kind of figure out like all right what is what is the next step um i think i haven't gotten into youtube and so i think i want to kind of explore youtube i've i've grown a lot like a, a huge following during this last challenge. Yeah. And so just figuring out like, okay, what does my audience want? <clears throat> How can I provide value to them? How can I continue to grow myself? And so I just need to kind of just do like an, a big analysis of what that next step is. So cool. next time you see me, I'll have an answer to that question. Okay, cool. Um, and then last thing for you. So your role models, who are the biggest role models that you have in your life and what have you learned from them? Um, so there's role models of people I know, mm-hmm. and then there's role models of people who like I'm yet to meet or like don't know that well. So the people that I haven't, that like I look up to Tony Robbins, Iron Cowboy, David Goggins, Jesse, it's their Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. Those are some people that, um, through reading their books and seeing their life, I'm just really impressed by them and I've learned so much from them. And a lot of who I become mm-hmm. is because of them. They've had a great impact on me. And then role models of people I know. Uh, first people that come to my head is my dad. He's kind of taught me everything and has kind of like instilled in my head my drive and the mentality of whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, next person is my brother. He's been kind of like my business partner, my best friend, my companion through everything ever since we were little kids like you, cool. we work together and and he's helped just helped me and has always been there for me in every aspect of my life the other one i think of is is blake erickson yeah um met him in 2016 and and just have a have a love for him that is is unconditional and and he's just taught me and has been such such a great example in so many aspects of life yeah. so those, those are the three that that come to my head that's awesome. I connect a ton with uh, Blake and also my brother too. Yeah. Um, my brother Matt, he's a year younger than me, 
but I feel like no matter what happens, he's always there. Cool. And uh, I don't have that connection with a lot of people. And so I feel like it, I don't know, you know, Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate. Yeah. I feel like it helps a ton just to have a partner like that who's just with you with everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, even if it's not a wife, but like a brother or someone that's always got your back. Yeah. That's been life changing. So that's cool. Um, what's the biggest thing that you learned from Jesse Itzler? I'm starting to just watch his videos and I'm starting to really enjoy, enjoy his content. Dude, I've learned so much from Jesse Itzler. Um, I've heard him speak, read his book, follow his content. Um, the first thing that came to my head is, is, uh, last time I heard him speak, he talked about, uh, one of the ultra marathons that he did and it was like a hundred mile race and, and the guy he was with, um, doing it told Jesse, like, Jesse, I gotta tell you something. Like I don't get tired. Have you ever heard of this before? Uh -uh. So they're like 70 miles, 70 miles in and Jesse's just like going through the ringer and his, his friend is like, dude, I don't get tired. And he's like, come on, like stop. He's like, no, like I don't get tired. And like through the rest of the race, his friend kept telling Jesse, like, tell yourself that you don't get tired. Tell yourself, like, like you can you can change the way you feel just off of, like, what you say. Like, yeah. the power of your words are are incredible. And so just telling yourself, like, I'm not tired. Like, your body starts to believe it. And so just having that mindset of whether you're, whether it's true or not, if you think it, you'll believe it. Mm -hmm. And so that, that's something that that I've, I've learned from him. That's cool. Yeah. And then do you do a self affirmations like with during your challenges as far as like <laughs> my, my most common one is probably they don't know me, son. <laughs> and a lot of my physical challenges when I'm just like, Oh, freak, like I can't, I can't take another step or I can't do another rep. And like, they don't know me, son. And I just like <laughs> see David Goggins in my head and I'm just like, let's go. Like, and it just, gives me the courage to do that next rep no oh, that's good i like to carry the logs carry logs we're gonna carry yeah. the boats and the logs yeah Love david's it. the man yeah it's awesome that's cool did you go to limitless event yeah that's cool. that super awesome yeah i was powerful yeah it was really powerful Ed my let to unreal speaker yeah he dude that was really touching yeah it was really cool love the story about his kid yeah i one one story i have from jesse itzler i was just listening to his podcast i can't remember who it was with it might have been with ed my i think okay but he was talking about just like how important it is to be present in life. And he was talking to a seven-year-old kid, his seven-year-old son. And his seven-year-old son's to him is like, dude, like what happens when I die? I can't find you in heaven. And Jesse Itzler's like perspective on it is like, dude, like it shows you how much, how much you have to care about the time you're in right now. Yeah. Cause you never know, like if you're gonna ever see these people again. And so like, I heard this, I think last week, and ever since I was like, dude, like I have not been in great contact with my mom, dad, family. Like I need to start reaching out to these people. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's the most life-changing thing I've ever gotten from Jesse Itzler. I love that, dude. Yeah. And speaking of that, um, the the event right after Limitless it was Silicon Slopes, and he spoke there. Really. And I was able to kind of finesse my way backstage, and <laughs> like it was a whole process getting back there because I really wanted to like meet him. And I met him. He had no interest in meeting me, but I just like wedged my way in. I was just like, I just told him like how how much he meant to me. Mm -hmm. Took a picture with him, and I said, Jesse, like, what's one piece of advice you'd give me? 
and he said he said you're 25 years old like don't worry that much like uh well, i can't remember the exact word he's like you're 25 years old like like enjoy your life and don't don't stress too much and it's like crazy to think like all of this knowledge that he has all of this like success like he's mm-hmm. a family man like ultra marathoner like billionaire mm-hmm. all this stuff like that was the one piece of advice that he gave me you know just like you said like enjoy your time mm-hmm. enjoy the relationships that you have and don't overthink it cool Okay, Peterson, last thing for you. That's it. What is one piece of advice that you have for someone who's 20, 21, 22 years old starting out in this entrepreneurial journey? That's a good question. I think, I mean, my whole mantra is the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I think it does not matter what it is you're trying to achieve. It does not matter who it is that you want to become. Nothing great in this life will ever come inside the comfort zone. So if you want to achieve whatever goal it is that you want to achieve, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. The people who are great, the people who are successful are the ones who become comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so if you need to intentionally seek discomfort to get there, then do it. But you can't be afraid to do something because it's a fear or because it's uncomfortable, because it's hard. You have to be able to just, to just do it. Um, one more thing I want to add just with that is the whole discipline aspect. You can't rely on motivation. It doesn't matter how big your goal is. Motivation, it will come and go. If you have a goal to wake up early in the morning, when the morning comes, all of a sudden you, your motivation to wake up is not there. You have to increase your discipline. Motivation will not get you to your ultimate goals. And the only way to increase discipline is by doing hard things, doing things that make you uncomfortable. So... Seek discomfort, become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Cool. Dude, Kate, I appreciate you a ton. Dude, I appreciate you, man. This has been a good time. Thank you, Tom. Well, that's all we got, boys. Awesome. That was great. Dude, thank you so much. Yeah, man. What an awesome experience. Dude, hopefully you start a podcast, buddy.